Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 20, 21, and 22 of Winter's Heart. Questions of Treason, A Matter of Property, and Out of Thin Air. Enjoy! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I guess I'm all by myself. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Will Reads <laughs> for Season 9, Episode 10. Ian is running late. He'll be here in about one or two minutes. Uh, he was driving, um, so he'll be here. And Chris was just making tea or coffee before we got started. And I guess his wife, I hear, I hear, I heard clinking of plates. So I'm guessing Chris will be back a little bit, but I guess I'll go right into a few announcements as we're waiting. Um, no new patrons this week as far as other things and the Cosmere reads, um, we are doing a live reaction tomorrow night at 9 PM to a chapter, um, for the Cosmere reads. Um, you do have to be a patron of them. Uh, of that podcast to to get that the first one we're just doing it to all patrons um after that it'll be for certain tiers uh, but in case you guys want to come check it out uh you can sign up for one month and leave that's fine but um yeah it'll be fun they're great chapters we're going to be doing um so that's coming up uh what a holiday um the the live stream that malkir talks puts on every year to uh, it's a charity stream 24 hours on december 2nd um we have the 10 p.m slot uh eastern time um, so we'll be doing Water Fortune, um, and it's going to be uh, hopefully all of the Will reads and all of the Cosme reads. So it's going to be Ian, Chris, Alondo, and Will uh, duking it out uh, on Water Fortune for an hour for charity. It's going to have a little bit different rules. Um, like I think for Val, some people have to donate to the charity, and the charities they are uh, they are supporting are uh, SAG, um, uh, the Screen Actors Guild, uh, I guess charity to help out the, the actors that. Needed money during the strike. Uh, I know the strike's over, but a lot of those those uh, actors, especially the bit workers and the, the smaller paid actors, really struggled during that. And then also the Light Weaver Foundation, Weaver Foundation uh, of Brandon Sanderson. Uh, so those are the two charities that particular one. December second, Chris, uh, mark your calendar, ten p.m. Um, December second, ten p.m. Yeah, you're going to be on live. So yeah. Oh, here? Uh, no, Malker talks. For a charity stream. Yeah. Okay. That works okay, cool. <laughs> so Chris is coming. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as I said, Ian would be here. So here he is. Um, as hey, far- beautiful. Hey. You're right. I'll just say it now and be done with it. Don't bring it up again. <laughs> I win um, some, I lose some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then I think that's it for announcements. Um, it's a perfect timing, Ian. Um, as far as personal life goes, uh, my daughter's birthday is next week, and then we have Thanksgiving, so that's um, that's coming up fast and in a hurry. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I did see, send Ian an awesome meme the other day, or send Ian and Chris the meme, which was perfectly timed for Ian. So I do, I did enjoy that. It's uh, stop wondering if you're good enough. You're not. <laughs> you're not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to jump in at least tell the story because this is all I have for personal life. You haven't told this whole thing yet, right? Mm-mm. Okay. So absolutely perfect. Y'all, I, I've shared with y'all, I've been going to therapy. My therapist is awesome. Uh, had uh, I was in a kind of a funk when I went this time. We did an airing of grievances, which she participated in. It was hilarious. Anyways, and I go to my car and, you know, she helped a little bit, but I'm still a little mopey. And I open my phone and that meme is the first thing I saw. I was like, ooh, <laughs> message from Alan and Chris. It said, stop wondering if you're good enough. You're not. And I died fucking laughing. Like, I like <laughs> as we get older, we don't have those belly laugh moments that often, right? And I'm by myself uh, dying laughing. Well, apparently my therapist saw this through the window and she was so excited after everything we just talked about. So she called me. And she was like, hey, look, I didn't mean to be like snooping, but I saw you got in your car and like, I I figured you got some good news or something. You just seemed so joyful. What was it? So I shared with her the meme and there was this silence. She was like, and this guy's your friend? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's perfect. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You don't get it? She's like, I mean, you know, maybe that's something we could talk about. Like, you know. <laughs> your um, choice of friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think that shit's hilarious. <laughs> that was more uplifting than the last hour and a half that we had. I mean, I didn't say that part. Um, That's what I'm here for. It was so good. So thank you awesome. for that. Yeah, we you're it. welcome. Yeah. So not the word sad but true. Yeah. But we are in full uh, planning mode for a four year old birthday party, and then we're hosting Thanksgiving this year. So yeah. So am I. Yeah. Yeah. I've got my sister and mom very nervous because I keep asking them how you microwave a turkey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they're like, shut up. You at least have an oven, right? And I'm like, I mean, I got this. (laughs) I haven't tried to light it yet. They're like, what do you mean light it? Yeah, it's this really old (laughs) one. You got to put wood in there, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am not talking about you in therapy. That just, (laughs) she would not understand. (laughs) How much? How much time and how much you have to pay here for that? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're just gonna get a bill in the mail. Be like, Alan, uh, you got diagnosed third party. Sorry, third party. But you're also on a watch list. I. She said I was in a safe space. I didn't know what happened. Anywho, yeah, there you go. Sorry, I keep um, I keep hijacking your personal life. What else you got that I could talk about? That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have much. I mean, this weekend. See, I had to watch the kids. I can't remember why. My wife had something. I can't remember what she had, but she was gone for a lot of the day, and I had to take care of the kids. So, then I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it's when you get old, you don't remember these things. I just know I had. I, I was in kid duty a lot, so I, I spent a lot of time with kids. I mean, they got to play. That's games always and build, fun and, and build things, and yeah, that was fun. Alan, did you see what Kate posted in chat? You could put that. Oh, was that? Up. You could ask for couples therapy. I'd be like, oh, that would be great. Look, the VA is paying for this. It's free. <laughs> Is it, uh, <laughs> but is it the VA hospital? No, no, no. It's okay, okay. Community so like, care. Okay, no, the lady's okay. pretty cool. He's like, I'm not allowed to go there. I got, I got. No, no, I work there. there so, right. Oh. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I would walk in and like see my coworkers and like, what are you doing? <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> you don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so fun times. Uh, couples therapy. That would be my answer. Yeah, couples okay. therapy. Yeah. This is my plus one to the Christmas party. Um, 
So just go in, go in holding hand. She's like, oh my gosh, is this your new partner? And I'll just be like, ew, no, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> so for the, for the company, the ass and <laughs> for the company Christmas party, my boss uh, uh, bought uh, or paid for my wife and I to have hotels uh, rooms at the place where the Christmas party is. That way we can have mm. watch kids and everything like that, which I thought was awesome because we don't ever get a night without kids. So I was like, thanks. That's an awesome Christmas gift, actually, because when you have young kids getting away is amazing but wouldn't it be awesome if i just told my wife that she's not allowed to come and me and you go and then my boss is like i paid for a room for you too <laughs> we would have such a good time <laughs> you have plus one That'd as you great. introduce me and he's like opens his mouth to ask a question i just go shh <laughs> and play with his lips yeah <laughs> take his drink from his hand chug it smash it on the ground <laughs> Get this party started. Always good times. How about you, Chris? You went to a basketball game. That's what we're recording on a different night, right? I did. Thanks for the flexibility, guys. I yeah. uh, went and saw the Hornets play against the Heat, and I Ooh. thought for sure it'd be a massacre. It was actually a really decent game. Like I've, I've come to realize that nowadays people don't play defense, period. Like Mm-mm. It's all offense in NBA. Yeah. I mean, Miami kind of played defense, and then there's a rookie – on Charlotte's side that definitely hustled. So I appreciate yeah. I appreciate defense. That's what I did whenever I played right ball and everything. Yeah, you could dump the ball off to me and yes, I'm under the rim. I'm gonna score. That's just yeah. the end of it. But this, mm-hmm. might be too soon. At least not deadly as hockey. I don't know if you might be too soon. Oh yeah, that was rough. I want to see the replay. Uh, I don't they call it murder. Yeah. He arrested today, I think, or yesterday. Yeah. Really? Um, mm-hmm. I never saw the video, but some of the comments on it from people that say yeah. they saw it said it looked very intentional. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to rest I, on manslaughter. I definitely have kind of like not, purposely not looked at that because I'm like, it's just, it's very, it's very sad. It's just sounds very horrible. Sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very, very sad. I mean, yeah. I remember when I was a kid going to like minor league hockey games and like you'd see some brutal stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, Seeing you hockey games and stuff. Hmm. Oh, even like even Admiral's games, which is like minor league hockey. I mean, you'd see some pretty brutal stuff. I mean, I saw one guy get frustrated and he was like skating full speed, and the guy put a stick like in the blade, like under between the blade and the blade, and like flipped the guy up like around, laying on his head, looked like he might have broke his neck. And I was like, Oh, I mean, of course, he got penalty for it, but still, it's just brutal. Like, I'm like, Yeah, it's a foul. My (laughs) ex wife's youngest brother, uh, got. Uh, half his pointer finger cut off by an ice skate. Mm. Yeah, ice skate. I didn't really like him, so I was like, "Hmm." Uh, everybody else was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Hmm." "Yeah." That's why I don't do the whole ice skating thing. Like, I, I, I'm good. I'm all right. Solid ground, perfectly fine by me. Speed of sports. Since we never talk about sports, did you see about the high school football game, Ian? Do you hear about the? Oh yeah, hundred (laughs) and four. Oh my god. (laughs) What were they thinking? Anybody from the area knows better. It made national news. So our local, so Newport News and Hampton High Schools uh, in Virginia is some of the. There are a like lot of fifty percent of all NFL players come players. from. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's insane how many talent. how many NFL players come from our school systems. I mean, it's um. I mean, I, I can list because on not. The districts but, are all different than when we played, though. Yeah, and the are. way they do the playoffs is very different. So, mm-hmm. like a one in nine team, right, made the playoffs, which is a bad idea, anyways. Because in the yep. first round, that team's going against the best team. Best goes right. against the worst, right? 
truly kids could have got really hurt in that game. Yeah. It, it was a pretty dumb it was decision. A, it was, it was 80 yeah. something to nothing at halftime and they were considering calling the game off, but Jamestown, I guess had pride and they're like, no, we'll no, finish we it. Finish it out. So it was 140 nothing. I mean, the Phoebus entire season left, let like, I think Warwick scored a safety on them. The entire, so they had two points scored against them the entire season. Yeah. And this isn't um, even their best team in like the last five years. No, they're a step down from last year. They lost a lot of good seniors mm -hmm. and they're still dominant. So yeah. anyway, my, my kids go to Warhill, which is like the number two seed in that bracket. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we got a shot. I'm like, you know, no, you, you play Phoebus. <laughs> they're like, we got a shot. They're like, we're undefeated. I was like, because you haven't played Phoebus yet. Let me take you to Darling Stadium on a Friday night. And then uh, you'll understand. And while, you, while you're there, keep your mouth shut. All right. These boys are playing to play uh, on Sunday. Right. They try yeah. to put food on the table. Y'all are just out there having a good time. I'm like, ooh, nice pass, Thomas. No, fuck that. <laughs> that ain't going to happen in Darling Stadium. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah, good luck to them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure the one states again. It's, yeah. But anyway. So fun times. Uh, anything else personal life wise before we jump into the book? I went to Renaissance Fair. Oh, you went to a Renaissance Fair. That's yeah, Renaissance cool. Fair. It was pretty did dope. you dress up? Yes, I did. Cool. Put my kilts on and everything. Ooh, I threw my kilts nice. on, threw a nice little blouse on, and you know, yeah. some boots. That'd be cool. They wouldn't cool. let me bring my accent. So oh yeah, they, Renaissance they, Fair would be cool, but I think it would be much cooler going to one with you. Because I'm fun. just picturing you like taking it serious, getting giggly, like excited about some of the stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we have so much get, getting, getting in character in some parts. And, yes. you know, because some people yeah. get character in conversations with you and just playing along with it and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, we, we, have, we have one around here, but it's not that big. But uh, I, I would love to get like one of the large ones. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, the one in Maryland. I think yeah, the one in Maryland's yeah. pretty big. Yeah, it's huge. Chris was wearing a chainmail bikini. Yes, I, yes, he was. <laughs> I'd go for that. Shh! Don't don't spoil our Jordan Con ideas for the costume <laughs> contest. <laughs> Ooh. I would go to that. The costume contest. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe a little. Yeah. So, you guys, ready to talk about some Wheel of Time? Sure. Or something. Something. Um, or something. So what again. work again? I'll say it now. Okay. You were right. Now we you know, it's on. bad. Uh, I've done these chapters a couple of times, listened to them, but I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> what? I don't even know. Did you miss it? I know it was like, it was so quick when they said it. There was a couple of really, really good things in here that just kind of happened really, really quick. All right. You're got to point it out to me uh, when we get there. <laughs> the, good, the good things that is did you, did you catch the guy that slides in and out <laughs> uh are you talking about the domadroid thing that was one of them that's one of the things that one i, I felt pretty good on yeah the, yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Through. Yeah, let's okay, go. Let's okay, go. okay. Chapter twenty. Maybe, maybe I'll have my Questions of treason. Um, so we're start above the attic in the Tarson Palace, and it's uh, a couple of Sodom, a couple of Sodom, uh, inspecting some Demone. So you got uh, Bethema and Rena, or in Bethema's point Beth of view. Bethamine. Sorry, Beth Bethamine's point of view. Um, yeah, and. and you know, Beth Bethamine is uh, examining uh, Teslin's uh, kennel, 
and suspecting that she's plotting to run away and, and wants to double her training. Um, so unlike in the TV show, Rena does not die in the books. Uh, <laughs> she's still very much alive. Um, yeah. I mean, so in the stopping the kennel, you kind of get a feel for what it is that they really are, are angling for. And of course, that's just to completely rewrite the identity of the Suldom. You mean Demani. Uh, or Demani, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'd say I always mix that up. It is mm-hmm. always going to happen. So anyway, the the simple like bringing hard candies as treats, patting them on the head, making notations as you go through. Like this is worse than like soldiering or being a soldier and then, you know, going through and reviewing those individuals. No, this is straight up. You are my pet. And I want to make sure that you understand that when you do good, you get treated right. When you do bad, you get treated wrong. It's not just the conditioning of the channelers. It's the conditioning of the handlers and the culture around it. In order to treat human beings like less than human beings, you have to truly convince yourself they are less than human beings. Mm -hmm. We can give a bazillion examples of where even... In the U.S., in the U.S. military, we've done that in many wars in order, you know, just for the soldiers to be able to handle it, to be able to do what it is they were doing. They thought the enemy was less than human, and hence the, you know, name-calling. And, yeah. Um, I'm what not justifying when, it. What happens when you're more it. human than human? More human more than the human man. Than, they more specify. Human than human. Mm. <laughs> And then you have the kind of like the the flashbacks that she's having to Rena and Seta. Seta, how you pronounce this? So this is the person that like saw the two people with the Suldom. Mm-hmm. They saw them with the with the collar. Yeah, they're collar and, um, and reacting to it. Not just oh, they're collar. They're reacting to the collar. Right. So it kind of rocked her world. So she's trying to kind of lay low and just do her job to the best of her ability. Mm-hmm. And that's just like her mindset. I'm going to inspect and I'm going to make sure I take good notes. And if she makes notes of the sneaky people, she makes notes of the people that are finally coming around. And then she makes note of the people who pretending like they're coming around, but are really being sneaky and, you know, right. doubling in, down. In these chapters, isn't she also the one that thinks about how she rose 10 stations in a mm-hmm. short amount of time? Mm-hmm. Or is that somebody else? Somebody else. I think that was a Keenan. Okay, yeah, I might be confusing. We'll we'll get that's we'll get the one that hang out that hung out with um naive and but right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's next chapter. Gotcha. Yeah. Um yeah, next chapter. But yeah. So yeah, I mean uh Bethamine had found Rena and Seta, um, Collard and Falma, and she, of course she's really worried about the whole fact that Soldom are potentially Maroth Demane. And that might destroy the entire empire itself. I mean, that the literally the foundation of their entire culture is based around the gotten the system and the fact that all the handlers could be demonic is is really just terrifying to her. Um, yeah. And so um, she's being quiet about it. That's probably the the smartest move for her mm-hmm. is just to pretend like it never happened. Right. It, if it were me, I guess I would never have even like helped them out i would have just like right. watched them <laughs> struggle but mm-hmm. again 
she set them free knowing that if she didn't and somebody else discovered it, it may create a bigger issue. So right. She yeah, did it I, for, for for the Empire. For the Empress made sure for forever. herself. I mean, th- yeah. think about our system of government. Let's say you went to some political re- rally or whatever, and like towards the end of it, you're like, oh man, I gotta go to the bathroom. So you go in the back hallways, you get lost, whatever, you find a bathroom, you go and you come out, turns out you're in the private section for the politicians, and one of them is changing out of their human skin, and they take it off, and they're a bunch of fucking reptiles, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who would you tell? No. So Ian's just been canceled because uh, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the reptilian overlords will hear us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying there's there's a certain amount of dirt you might find about a certain <laughs> level of of people that have are in positions of influence or whatever. But if it, if it rocks the culture, if it rocks the system so much, you're in far more danger running outside saying it. One, people won't believe you. But then the people that know what you're saying is true, you've now become a target. Like, like people that want to protect their power. Yeah. They ain't going to let you be. Sorry, reptilian overlords. This is all hypothetical. (laughs) (laughs) Hypothetically speaking. Um, So after she finishes her duties up there, anything from all this before we go back to her going back to the inn and running into a seeker of truth, seeker for truth. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she comes back and waiting for her in her room is one of the seekers. Um, we learned a little bit about seekers here. I mean, we've heard that term before, but we didn't really know too much about it. Um, pretty much they're hired. They have by, a law. Yeah, pretty much. And they're like kind of like the Secret Service or like CIA. They 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 go around in Canito and they but but at the same time on the open. I mean they're men in black. Um, before Maybe we go this far, do we think Tessie's gonna escape? Do you think Teslin? Tessie. Is that is that Tessie? Tessie, yeah. Tessie, the, yeah. yeah. Um, do we think so? I mean, she met with Matt last chapter about I think she's gonna get away. Okay. okay. And Matt's gonna be the one we're we're gonna see how this all ties in. This is gonna work. Okay. She's gonna get away. No, we yeah, have that. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. So yeah, what so are the nine moons? That's all I gotta say. There's no way they graze past each other and then go different paths for another three books. Yeah, I think so. I think at least two more books. I don't think they brush him by. I think they're about to. Nah, nope. Mm-mm. Not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, like I said, we learned a lot about the secrets for the truth. Um, they can take down anyone besides the emperor, pretty much. Even the nine moons, they could call a question. Although he even she even points out that if she would, they better have damn good reason to because otherwise it's a death sentence if they're yeah. wrong on that one but but they could um they're pretty much like like you said they'll all but all powerful have a yeah um and and she's worried why is this person here am i caught that i know some secrets and am i going to be taken down is that what this is going on so her first reaction is oh shit and we know he knows yeah. about her stuff but he has a greater purpose he wants to take down one bigger than her Mm-hmm. So yep. he's like, just have a seat. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to be nervous. Go yep. get us a drink. Get us a drink real quick. Ain't gonna help. Yeah, me. pour that. That's like me. Anytime I run into a cop, I ran in one. There was one on the trail by my house the other day when I came off and I was running, and I just stopped, stopped the timer on my thing, was checking my pace, and uh, he starts walking over to me, and I had this oh shit look on my face, and he's like, hey, I was just curious if you had the time. I left my phone in the car. And I was like, oh, it's blah, 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 blah. And I was like, 
He's like, would you think I was coming after you? I was like, yeah, I, mean, I just kind of figured you're going to arrest me. So now he's like, well, why you got warrants or something? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's just <laughs> believe it or not. There's been multiple times in my life where I've just been chilling, doing nothing wrong and then got cuffed. So. <laughs> Awkward. You know what? No. Yeah. When it worked the first time. Oh man! Well, there's that time. What was that time in Williamsburg when we got uh, we got threatened to be arrested? We had a bonfire going on the beach. And oh yeah, we had the cop. <laughs> and apparently, you're not allowed to have a bonfire there, even though there's no signs posted. Right. I did. I didn't know. And I didn't know that that was a rule. No one said that was a rule. The cop was said, that Jamestown that you did that. Yeah, Jamestown Beach. Yeah. I so think there's signs now. Back then, there wasn't the the historic section where it's run by federal and not state law. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> you mean the 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 habitats that are a national park and are protected by? Oh yeah, it was na- it was a national park police that, that came in. Yeah, <laughs> it was a Fed. Um, but doesn't negate that we did not. They know both have felonies. <laughs> but no, it made it even worse. It's like we're sitting. We we're, were we had bought black and milds because I don't know why we're smoking. Because you're Newport News. Newport News. <laughs> but we were smoking the actual black and mild. We didn't. We were actually smoking black and milds. Oh. We actually didn't pour it out and put weed in it. We we're just you know we we're just smoking yeah. black and milds. And um and they smell around. good. Yeah, yeah, they do smell good. So he came around, saw the bonfire, then he saw the black and milds, and he's like. It immediately took him. He's like, "What are these?" And I was like, uh, "Cigars, kind of, sort of, black and milds." And he's like, "He's like, I know what the kids put in these things." He's like, "You're gonna be under arrest for drugs." And I was like, "On a federal property too." And he's like, "I was like, no, I mean, seriously, you can test them. I mean, like, I don't. Yeah. You're gonna waste your time." But <laughs> like, he did the whole thing. We had to like put our hands over our head one at a time, interlock our fingers, then he'd grip them, and then he patted us all down like he was convincing. He was convinced he'd find something, but yeah, he thought he got us. I would have just lit it for him. You know, that's really, really what he really wanted. He should have fired that bad boy up. Call him Stoke. He he was acting a little, a little nervous. So we, I wasn't trying to push any buttons there. What I was thinking is, I mean, I cared about the rest of the people in the group, but I also knew I could outrun them. Yeah, like I, I was like, I'm sitting there thinking I could get away, but then these guys. It was a long walk from where we are to anywhere, right? And yeah. I didn't drive that night, so because we we're in a Colonial Parkway, right. so it's oh, um, yeah. damn. You had like all three strikes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're at Jamestown Beach off Colonial Parkway. Yeah, we're in the middle yeah, of nowhere. I mean, it's a it's a long hike. You'd have better off hitting the ferry and going over to True. Going over to side. All White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sir. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, cool. So yeah, so he wants uh, uh, Bethamine to spy on again and Bale Doman too, because mm-hmm. uh, thinks they're First, in cahoots with Isadai. Yeah, I think Seraph might be involved as well, which is pretty high up. I mean, so asking her to go really above her pay grade and, and do the spy stuff, and if she gets caught, will not end well for her because she's. Well, she thought I was like, I'm not supposed to do that. Like that's against our our traditions and our customs and. You know, every time he mentions a thing that is against custom, he's just kind of flat, like, eh, it is what it is. Figure it out. You're Mm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, she plays it really smart. Love it. She's like, yes, sir. Whatever you tell me to do, daddy. (laughs) Pass. Yeah. And that's pretty much how we end this chapter uh, with that kind of order. Um, Tells a little bit of his theories. You know about the murder of High Lord Turok and the incidents of Falma and how it all relates together and how they're all in cahoots. He 
he was kind of wrong about the Turok thing, but oh yeah, kind of way off. But but yeah, they're who, dealing with the information they have. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other thing about it is, is what he says kind of again is law. So mm-hmm. unless he's proven beyond a doubt that he's wrong, he's going to try to take all these people down. Sure. Yeah. And getting so, this low-lying person to do a lot of the work for him doesn't really put him at a lot of risk. He can no, throw her under the all. bus at any moment. Correct. Half her removed in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have this person disappeared. Yeah. So anything from all this before we move to chapter 21? No. Okay. Chapter 21, a matter of property. <laughs> mm. So we're in Iginan's point of view. She's and, laid out on a bed, sprawled mm-hmm. out like Bale Doman. Bale. It do be Bale Doman. I didn't realize. Well, I guess I did realize. It's just it's funny to think about this culture and their their view on things. And mm-hmm. Bale Doman's like a real catch. Why is that, why is why why is that surprising? Like he wasn't. He's a strapping man. He's a ship captain. The, What's wrong with the ship the captain? The rough sailor look doesn't do it for you. Doesn't do it. Yeah, I, doesn't. I, when when you have the rough sailor look, it does it for me. But otherwise, <laughs> I only have eyes for one. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no slight to Alan, but oh, yeah, it's okay. None taken. You know. <laughs> I know my. It's nothing. <laughs> uh, 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 so again, Doman, they're arguing about allowing themselves to be previously captured, about handing over the male Idom, um, which is a huge blow. So let's talk. Let you're gonna don't graze over that. Okay. Like we have the male Idom in the hands of what's her name again? You said it earlier, Sir Sarah. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who like we know wants to grab a hold of. Rand and control him, right? Yeah. Well, well, she wants to marry him. Isn't she the one that wants to marry him? No, that's Savannah. That's Savannah. Although she, we might find out she wants to. Everybody, yeah, everybody (laughs) wants to marry Rand at some point. But anyway, she definitely wants control of him, and I mean, she wants a partnership of some sort, and she also wants control of the situation. And we know she's got more ambition than is healthy for a person Mm -hmm. in her place. So there's that. And the fact that Bale was given that in like high confidence, they thought it would be protected or really they thought he thought it was going to be thrown to the bottom of the sea. Right. So, you know, that's going to catch our, our people off guard when it does come back into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do, how do you think that played out in my mind? Like I, I quickly excused it. I bet you they were sailing and then a Sean Chan ship was like overtaken, and they're gonna get caught. I'm sure Bill Doman's first instinct was, "Well, let's toss it, toss us overboard." And then the chick was probably like, "No, no, no, no." Um, as it stands right now, if we've got nothing to bargain with, they're gonna kill us, mm-hmm. or or worse. But like, if we have this, this is a way to work our way into a position where they a are way now. to work. Like she made herself so, a high into a highly honored position. All right. So I'm green. not horribly. Captain of the Green. Mad at them for not getting rid of it. I think I could see scenarios where, like, maybe they had to, and that was their only chance. But obviously, in the grand scheme of the story, as readers, we're supposed to be nervous, like, oh no, they got it. Yeah. I'm sure our heroes will figure it out within a couple of books. 
I mean, I think they've already started it. He's he's linked to all these women, so hopefully they can protect him from it. Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe. Yeah, and this is when she starts talking about you know how proud she is about her advancement, uh, how fast she's moved up the ranks, and and wonders why she's proud. Her father's proud. Yeah, she wonders why she was recalled after being uh, left so long. I guess you know, and and, you know, in the lower ranks, and um, and wonders why she's being promoted so fast, so fast. But yeah, well, she also. I mean, you knew they knew with them retaking these lands. Mm-hmm. that there would be room for you know new blood and advancements and everything so that like she right. considers that like it's not yeah it's crazy but you can make sense of it they mm-hmm. also know she spent some time in the land away after falma and she was you know with people and has an understanding of them and now she's got this new bell domain that she owns and also you know right so he's really familiar so it, it really was a good scenario for Sarath to put her in that spot because it keeps her close. She's able to control her and also keeps her quiet because yeah. she initially was going to go back and kind of bust the can of worms open about everybody that has an idom, no matter what end that it's on, can mm-hmm. also channel. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then and now Bill, he's in charge of stuff and didn't do it. So yeah, and then immediately Bill Doden starts putting on his game. You know, starts starts working that game. You know, says, "Hey, you know, if you were to if you were to free me, we could uh, we could run away together. You know, go tie the knot, get hitched." Yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't even- <laughs> Bale. Seriously, means that Bale Bale has had his world rocked. You uh-huh. know. And yep. he is excited to to be in the arms of a younger woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm sure he knows some places where he could drop anchor in a nice little cove that nobody can, yeah. you know, reach easily and oh yeah, stay away from all this. Yeah, y'all that might part. think living on a boat at anchor is the worst thing ever, but I'd gladly do it. You started this podcast doing it. Uh huh. <laughs> I've come so far. <laughs> At least you don't have water dripping on you as you're recording. <laughs> How depressing would it be for me to say that I was happier then than I am now? Uh, no, life's simpler when you live on a boat. That's for sure. I, I, simple. I, yeah. Yes. I, I slept great. Yeah, I did too. When I used to be at sea. Um, Especially at a marina where when the wind blows, it's not just your rigging clanging. It's everybody clanging and rocking and rolling. That uh-huh. shit. Love it. Music to my ears. Put you right to sleep. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Um, but she does. She wants to marry him, but also is concerned about, you know, the status and everything. If she were even free him, you know, what it would do to reputation and, and how far she's rose, rose in the ranks. And yeah. I guess she, she's worried about herself. Well, you know, she did mention, like, if I free you, I have to take care of you. And that would drain the majority of her coffers. Mm -hmm. And then it would really determine how much he actually loves her, too. I think there's some of that fear as well. Mm -hmm. Because right now he's with her and it's almost out of convenience. Right. But at the same, he does love her. You can tell it, especially by the end of the book. But there's also that part of, like, convenience in there. So it's like, I'll let you go. I might lose you completely. 
I'll let yeah. you go. I'll lose everything that I'm worth. Yes, yeah. I could then marry you, but would I want to? Yeah. But all the discussion is interrupted because Bethamine comes in. Knock, um, knock, knock, knocking on my door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who, but then we learned that Aginan had previously collared. So Bethamine's been collared and freed before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and she's terrified. Uh, can I talk to you real quick? Like just me and you? And then uh-huh. the old, anything you could say in front of me, you could say in front of him. <laughs> and then it's like word vomit. Well, like she knows, he knows. The the high inquisitor, what is his name? What are they called again? Uh, the seeker of the truth. Yep. The, the seeker. seeker. The seekers of the truth. Of, they're they, all they know. Right they're all after me. Like they want you and they they want me to get them. So she flat out, I, I like her tactic. She was honest. Mm-hmm. That's such a hard thing to be in this world. Honest. Yeah. For a minute, I thought she was going to try to manipulate the situation after talking to the seeker. And she is to some extent. But at the end of the day, she's just flat out honest. Like the seeker wants you. And if the seeker gets me, I'm giving everything up. And the mm-hmm. homegirl's like, yeah, well, if he gets me, I'm giving everything up too. So we're both <laughs> on the we're both on the hook on the for hook. this one. Yeah. And you have Bale in the back. I'll wring his throat. Arr. <laughs> Arr. And I'll get some help to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And she reveals that, you know, uh, that that Seta and Retta also have been collared. Um but are now kept close to Seraph and never allowed to hold a leash again. So, you know, they're Seraph is even playing with fire. Mm-hmm. They all I don't are. know why he wouldn't just go straight for Seraph and leave this other woman alone. Yeah. So, so now we got a double spy going on. The seeker says, okay, spy on them. And then again, he kind of flips the scripts back on Bethany and says, all right, you're going to report to me daily now. So secret agent. No, no, nothing could go wrong here. No, no, not, not double no. agents never ever have problems, right? So, the side that's giving and gathering information that's aware they're a double agent is in the best position, sure. But I would assume this seeker is not stupid and probably also knows that oh, they yeah, know. that be... he knows that they know, right? That she knows, but you would know that I would choose the cup in front of you because <laughs> you know I'm not a stupid man, so. <laughs> But having known that, <laughs> exactly, inconceivable. Yeah, and then she actually offers to free Doman. Yes. Doman gets offered his freedom, and Doman takes the paper and burns it. He's like, "Ah, you can't command me if you're going to free me." Yep, and you can't afford me if you free me. Mm-hmm. So I, I expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care about any of this conversation. Let me be honest with you. I'm going through this going, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What does this all mean? And then he goes, but you do need a crew. And I saw this boy, Matt. And by the way, he hangs out with Tom. And I'm like, yep. the band's getting back together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here we go. That's right. He's a very useful person. I mean, he was on my boat once with this guy named Tom. They both are great. Um, a little bit weird. She's like, I know life. Tom. I trust Tom. Tom yeah. is a wily. Mm-hmm. Tom is wily. I could see her doing the eyebrow, not just same as a Ooh. wink. She, she probably knows Tom mm-hmm. biblically. Yeah. So yeah, that's when I got super excited again. Yeah. It, which which makes her super suspicious too. because about the Tom thing. So about more conspiracy. Uh, but Doman de- denies it. Um, you know, she looks him in the eyes, and she could tell. 
mm-hmm. that he was telling the truth. Yeah. And so we end this chapter with them going out or sending Doman out to go find Matt and Tom. And Matt has been waiting for a boat to come his way. So let's, let's go through it That's now. So weird. Matt has three women, some Aes Sedai, some, some Demane, a bunch of Demane. He has a Ganon, Tom, Julian, Bill Doman, all trying to escape Abudar together without being noticed. At some point, like sneaking one person out is hard enough. People. But it, but you know, it's one of those things. You, you know, from logistics, you've you've done you've done this kind of things in the yeah. I mean, there's sure. some borders that are easier to get across than others. Sure, but the more <laughs> you add, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be what's her name, son that tips the scale. Obviously, I mean, I can go walk north right now and freely walk across to Canada, and probably no one would even care. Right. Um, Although you'll run, you'll run into a hunter before you run into like any official, especially group, where you right? walk across that yeah, border. Yeah. It's a very, very open border. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, if I'm going by Niagara Falls or New York, then it's probably a lot more. I mean, just a lot more checkpoints and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've always preferred moving in small groups, small teams. It's easier to keep yeah. track of it. Once you get to a certain size, it's like, okay, now we need to go all the way. And I want to be rolling in full up armored everything and right. be overwhelming. Yeah. And, and as someone who has actually snuck into countries before and, and out of countries, um, it's not that hard to do, especially my boat. But Bell Doman has a boat. Yeah. But yeah. boat, it's extremely easy to do. Like, I mean, yeah. One you second you're at anchor and you pull up the anchor. And now you're underway. And like, you just like you sail into a country. You have to go find them to let you, let them know you're there. Like there's no one checking you in. <laughs> like they don't yeah. even know you're there. Like, you, like, Hey, I'm here by the way. Um, come check my papers. Um, otherwise no one even know. Um, I might've been in some countries illegally for a, a lot. This <laughs> 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 um, is worked that way. I didn't want to pay the bribes. It costs a lot of money to pay the customs officials to get in some countries. It's easier just to avoid them. All right. <laughs> yeah. When they pick up the stamp and they're like $50 and you're like, I read on the website, it was free. He sets the stamp down, leans back $70. You're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> the worst was Indonesia. We sailed in Indonesia and I kid you not. We had three groups of customs officials come onto our boat. They were just basically the guys would come out. They'd find us, stamp our passport, and then they go and hand all their clothes, customs officials' clothes, to someone else in the village. And they'd come out to our boat and says, "Oh yeah, those are fake. We're the real guys. So you need to pay us now." Are you going to like? It happened like three times. We're like, I don't want to call your bluff. At the same time, like, like I don't know which one's the actual real group and which one's not. (laughs) This is just kind of the racket you guys pull. But yeah, that's um. But dude, that's the same monster thing. It's the last two guys. Now this is different people each time. It's a white really different group. The same jacket. Same, same jacket. jacket. Yeah, same jacket. Same, same shirt with the mustard thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got to be kidding me! I wish I just didn't call you guys and let you know we're here. Just, just in the country legally, but eh, whatever. It is what it is. Um, hey, nothing ever goes wrong when you try to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So yeah, so do you think this is gonna be successful? Them getting out, getting everybody out. Yeah. What do you think? What, what you think? You think Matt yeah. is severing, and it's all gonna go the way it's supposed to go. Okay. If the next top, time we man. get to Matt, the dice start rolling in his head again, it could go 
either way. True. Uh, let's see. Let me find a book of the map. Um, anything from this chapter before we move to the next chapter? No. The next one looks like an inappropriate picture. Jordan loves this inappropriate pictures. What are you talking about? Uh, I have a map. Oh, uh, uh, you have a map? Yeah, there's a map. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't have the book because Ian has my book. Well, I have the book up there. I just don't have it close by. This is uh, Fires of Heaven. <laughs> I was pulling out this map, um, which is the whole world about, because we're in farm matting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, which is, I don't think we've been to this town, chapter 22, out of thin no. air. Yeah, we haven't been to the city. Um, Far Madding is an interesting place. Um, so it's north of Ilion, kind of uh, east of uh, Lagard and Morandi, like kind of north of Ilion and Tier, kind of right there, south of Camelon. Interesting little place, interesting little town. Um, but that's where Rand is, and we're Rand's point of view. So we're switching over to Rand. I know we wanted to talk about Rand. This was well, kind of fun. Yeah. It was. It was. Rand's hunting. He's hunting. Little cat and mouse. Like, who's... Yeah. Well, different people think they're hunting, but only one mm-hmm. person is actually hunting. Yeah, so Rand's hunting down um, Rochai, which is... Uh, he was one of the Ashaman that he... That tried to kill Rand. That tried to kill Rand. So he sees him... In farmatting, he's trying to hunt them down. Um, Not only that, he led them to farmatting. Mm-hmm. So it's just the stated. It's like Rand left little nuggets, and he didn't think that they would pick up on the nuggets so quickly. He's like, clearly, they must have some help that are smarter than he, you know, anticipated them. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's just one, and it's this guy that we know of, and then we find out later there's two. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's kind of leading Rand on a, a wild goose chase for a little yeah. bit. He got loose there and ranting in his head too. About how unimpressed. We're gonna die. This is horrible. This is a horrible idea. Yeah, bumps into I wonder if Luz knows more about what's going on than Rand does as a whole. Because he always alludes to like being pulled into a trap. He always alludes to you know, they're the guy, you know, there's a greater person there that they need to be worried about or a greater mm-hmm. evil. So, okay, we'll get there. But I feel like he can probably sense when Slayer is around. Slayer. Anyway, I meant to be just a Slayer, slayer clip for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, as he's going through farm outing, also he bumps into an Aiel. Um, it's one of the ones that, that abandoned kind of their. Seps, because after the Rand kind of told everybody about their history, a lot of them left and went to go try to do the way leaf. Yeah, not well. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't have good mentors for that. No. So wearing all bright green, they've gone to farm outing. <laughs> um. So yeah, he follows Rochide uh, into an alley, and you know mentions that you know all throughout farmatting there's all these posts that you know basically the guard there's watching the, sh- the heavy streets all times it's pretty high surveilled city 
but the alleys alleys are a lot less you know um, yeah regulated so ducks into an alley and, and rand's like perfect i can get him now and um you know walks down until he follow the footsteps until he doesn't hear the footsteps anymore he's like wait a second those are my footsteps yeah. I, i'm only listening to myself and then he hears a stone mm-hmm. shuffle and he's like ah behind me to the right go yeah. this first interaction like it's priceless though i mean you got the trope of the bad guy doing too much talking and Rand moves in quick as he's trying to draw his sword, but moves in so Shoves. fast that he's able to shove it back in. Mm-hmm. And as the guy tries to counter and do this in the other, you you hear in Rand's mind what he's thinking. <laughs> it's like, this guy doesn't even know he's already dead. Yeah. Doesn't even know. Uh, he's there. It's just a matter of me getting it done now. And, yeah. and I think he doesn't even tell him out loud. Or was he thinking it? Or did he tell him out loud that his mistake was his gloating? Yeah. I think I don't know if he thinks it or if, says it, if he said it out loud, that'd be funnier. Yeah, but I don't, I don't but, remember. You know, after he punches, the throat punches him. Uh, he hears yeah. an attack coming from behind, and it's his other friend Kismet. And Rand ducks out of the way, and Kismet stabs Rochide. <laughs> <laughs> Just this comical scene, you know, misses and stabs. By, by the way, guy. depending was, on the it, person, well-engineered miss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on how they're set up here. Some people, as we know, don't really have necks. Some people, if it's a very fat neck, it, it might be harder to do. But if you have an exposed neck to the point where you could see their their throat here, guys, we see their Adam's apple, very effective to quick, quick throat chop or just a very direct straight line with your thumb, just jam it in there. Because you don't even have to catch it that hard. And they're not going to be able to breathe, talk, nothing for a while. And for mm-hmm. anybody that's never really been hit like that they're they're gonna stop coming after you so keep that in mind that's an option people always like you know in the cartoons kick them in the balls and if you mm-hmm. land one that works but that that throat move is very easy very quick yeah so keep that in mind as you're walking late at night to your car in the parking garage and you hear footsteps and it gets a little sketchy <laughs> if you do the chop you have to say judo chop when you do it judo chop right. Judy, it's Judy. like J U D Y. It's a Judy yeah. chop. Judy chop. I got hit with a Judy chop once. Yeah, I don't. Even, I, I'm I not asking follow up questions. <laughs> I saw that smile and <laughs> no follow up question. Missions. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, they hear the city guard coming um, as well. So they flee to avoid being captured. Um, Brand throwing Rochide's sword back down to the ground. Um, now that. They're Oshiman and Rand's also Rand. Do you guys know why they didn't channel? They didn't want to bring attention to themselves. Okay. That was a question that I had. It was why didn't okay. they channel? I think part of it is not wanting to trigger like an alarm to let some the watcher know that Rand is near. Yeah, it could be that. Maybe okay. is the location close to the place where the channeling was all effed up? That wasn't Ibadar. Yeah, it's pretty far away. It's pretty far oh, away. Oh, far enough away that maybe that's not it. Yeah, Evadar is really far away. I mean, it's like countries over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're both getting super tainty and they don't want to okay. get more tainty cool. than they are. M- might be a Rafa type thing. Yeah. What do you think, Alan? I know. I... What's your gut? What's your gut <laughs> tell you here? <laughs> My gut tells me you'll find out <laughs> when you read. Uh, <laughs> which book? And you're reading I think it's this book. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm okay. pretty sure it's the next couple chapters. But yeah. Um, so switch to Kismet's point of view. Anything from this before we switch to 
she just essentially or the the replay of one second i lost my thought i literally had a train of thought and i lost it. okay train derailed it was yeah. a neat little minor action scene which i mean honestly we we've needed you know you've talked about how some people kind of complain about the slowness of some of these books coming up but we've been getting some tasty bits here and there i know this wasn't like a battle scene or anything but it was still i needed yeah. it as the reader so it was good you know yeah when it also that's what i was thinking it shows that rand a is not paying as close attention as he think he's thinks he is right and b they're still figuring out ways to get the drop on him mm -hmm. and then c they're clearly not using the power at all even though like there's no reason for them not to use it at this point because they're in cahoots with the dark friends mm -hmm. so yeah wow. so kismet walks back to his rooms um he's annoyed that you know he let roy Choi talk for so long before taking actions because his orders he is walking him. back towards his room right he's walking back towards his room and he's annoyed he's thinking about how you know, Raichai talked too much, and you know the orders were to kill Rand. He had given the orders three times, and he talks about each one. Taima told him to kill Rand. Dimitred had come and told him to kill, kill Rand, and even more than said, "Yeah, sure, go ahead and kill him." Yeah, um, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. cool. Yeah, whatever. Um, more than lots so than the other two, kind of, but more interested in what Rand had than what um. Yeah. 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 But um. But yeah, as he's walking back, that vitamin D. So, what do you think about this? Uh, three different orders. Um, Taim trying to kill Rand now. Is it Taim now? Just now. You're saying that just now started. Just now. <laughs> no. Who is Taim? Taim who? Taim who? Exactly. Demon Dread. So you were right. No, Demon Dread also told him that was separate. No, maybe he just decloaked himself and it was a separate meeting. It was a separate, I thought he was one yeah. and the same. Did I no, miss? No, miss it was a separate meeting. Yeah, separate meeting. I missed it. Doesn't, it doesn't mean they're not the same. <laughs> you missed it. I, did I mess that up in my mind? In my mind, I still it think confirmation. So, Taim still has to be forsaken or forsaken like because the taint still exists. So he's been channeling mm -hmm. for a while and powerfully and keep growing in power and he's not been affected by the madness. There's only one way we know of that happening right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Unless Taim is Semarag and this is, but no, because he's able to teach and channel with these other male channelers. Rand would have noticed mm -hmm. already if he was a female channeler. So it has to be yeah. a male channeler not being affected by the taint. Uh, so that's somebody channeling, what is it? The true source or one source or a true source a true source yeah, a true source but would Rand notice the difference between the true source and the he wouldn't be able to sense channel? the he would be able to, uh, to uh, and he definitely sense senses true. time so now I'm confused yeah Morden Demon Dread and Mahal so there he's getting three separate orders yeah the Mahal the Mahal all. the Mahal is uh is time is time oh so we can casually say that those two are one in the same but and then Morden as well but more didn't really care if he killed rand he just wants rand stuff. but we know that demon dread and uh in time are in cahoots yes kind of maybe well it says by anyone even the mahal as if he didn't know of time's orders yeah 
So. Okay. And then still later, Morden steps in and gives yeah. orders. Yep. And then while he's distracted, it doesn't really matter because he dies the next scene anyway. Gets stabbed. Like sticky, sticky, stabby, stabby. Yeah. Not only him? that, it was poison. Oh, we know. That was Slayer. Oh, was it? Oh, you think it was Slayer. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Slayer. It was Slayer. Okay. Interesting. I thought you'd put two and two together on that one. Okay, cool. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, yes. So Slayer. Oh, wait a second. Sorry. Didn't we already say like wasn't that our thought that that way back when when we were first introduced to Mel and Luke? Yeah. Luke, Luke that's Luke is Slayer. Yes, that that is Slayer. Yes. Yeah. And so he did it. I mean, it says it at the end. Wiping the daggers clean on the coverlet, he resheathed them with as much care as he had drawn them. He had been uh, given many gifts, but immunity to poison or any other weapon was not amongst them. Then he took a short candle from his pocket and blew away enough ash from the bank coal. Da, 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 so, what? so, yeah. He said but he always say, liked. Does yeah. it say who he was? Yeah. Was it, it says Luke. Oh, it says towards Luke. the end of it, yeah. Huh. I don't have the book in front of me. Oh, a second. It says... Oh, towards the end of the chapter? Or yeah. His, his, okay. Hold on. This is where I got really... His patron of the... It's at the end of the chapter. His patron... Okay, I, I wasn't there yet. I thought you were talking about... Oh, right okay. After, okay. I thought you were talking about the description that they gave about the night. No. No, because this is okay. where I, I figured it out. This is where the one and one kind of come together. Okay. And the one, the one is the same. Yes. So when we get to that, we will talk all about okay. Luke Slayer. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Was, okay. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go. We'll go back for the sake of continuity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what reading. does what does it say about the, the actual death? Of he's him? mine. That, that's it. He just whispers to him. Yeah, he's mine. Yeah. He's mine. Right. And then the hand just goes black. Right. At first, I thought it was more death, but I was okay. like, "Oh, well, I mean, uh, it went black. It died instantly. Like, okay. could it be that dagger?" Okay. And then, right away, you know, at the end of the chapter, it tells me I, I was wrong about that thought process. Hmm. But I'm not mad okay. at it. Sure. Do this by Cal. So we get back to Rand's point of view after this. Uh, Rand returns to the Crown of Morado's Inn uh, and takes men upstairs to talk. A law of 98. Wife, will you please come upstairs with me? <laughs> yeah. I bet you he wants you to spank him. Yeah. You should spank him daily anyway. Yeah. And, and he tells them about, you know, that he killed one of the men. And men's actually concerned about this, that he, you know, through the bond, he didn't feel anything about killing, like, felt nothing from what he did. Like, no emotion came through the bond at all. <laughs> it's no. kind of scares I mean, men. Like, <laughs> I will have to say he justified it very well. He's like, I just need to be done. Yep. She's like, what? You tried to kill me? He's a cold killer. Huh. <laughs> I got him first. Like, he's not going to get me. That's, that's yep. the end. I'm going to protect all of us. She's like, but you yep. don't feel any way about it? Eh, it was just a task. It was a chore. Yep. That's how it sounded to me. But then, of course, there's a sense of urgency. Like, if they knew where we were, then the rest of them may know. They could show up within the next 10 minutes. So let's just get out of here. Let's go. We need to find somewhere else to stay. Got to keep moving. 
Yeah. Land totally agreed right away because he told Land first. Land had already started packing. Yeah. So. Land knows how this works. Remember, Land's been, uh, I won't say on the run, but he's been very mobile with Moraine for a long time before they even found the kids in the village. So this is his lifestyle. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Always, they've, they've been ready for it. All right, biz is done here. We got to pack up and go without anybody seeing us. Bet. I mean, he could even like vanish into thin air if he wants to. Yeah, we still haven't touched again on whether or not he can actually chase these things into the shadows, like for real, for real. Yeah. Remember when he first fought a fade, Mm -hmm. or there was a fade there, and when the fade there there was there, there was some thought he had about whether or not he should chase it into the shadows or something, but he. It seems like he chose not to. Yeah, I remember. That's why I brought it up. So, what kind of special, mm-hmm. kind of special power he got? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Alan. Anyways, so yeah, so then we switch to Isan and Luke Slayer. So, um, so Slayer is two people. We knew that already from from Shadow Rising. When he was in Teleron Riyadh, he was Slayer. And then when he was out, he's Lord Luke because he got the arrow yeah. from. Parent or yeah, he makes a comment. Yeah. I'm gonna kill my nephew. Mm-hmm. Is he, he talking does. about Ran? He said, "I'm gonna kill my my nephew and the witch." So I feel like he's talking about Ran. And I had a, I was like, in between, is he talking about Ran and Min, or is he talking well, about we, we, So, so quick review because we, we went through all this. We found out who Ran's mom was, right? Yes. Yeah. You guys remember that? Your mom. So she was the to be the queen of Camelot and ran off. Right. Yes. Uh, and then Lord Luke was Luke. Luke was her brother uncle, who disappeared. Into, her brother. Yeah. Her brother who disappeared into the blight around the same time. So he is the uncle. Right. But I got confused for. But the flip while. side is someone related to Lan, right, or somebody that looks like Lan. Esam was Land's brother, who also went to the blight and disappeared. Right, not brother. Land's cousin, cousin, or uncle. Consular uncle. I. Well, see, that's why it makes a difference if it's uncle. Hold on, Uh, Esam. He's the son of Lane, my dragon. He's a cousin, only cousin Land. Only the the only messed up. Messed up, Chris. They all cousins in the blight. That's my cousin. So, like, he they 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 literally like switch people based on what's going on, which I think is really interesting. Hmm. And he shifts also between the dream world and the waking world with no problem. And I feel like there's one more character that's been doing that recently, but just not as seamlessly. Who's that? Parent. Who's Parent? Okay. Exactly. So I, I want to know the connection between their powers, if there is one. Interesting. Like I know that Slayer hunts wolves. Yeah. But is there a connection there that we also missed out on? Like maybe whatever happened to them is what happened to uh Moraine and Landfear. And when they finally come back, they're gonna be like, you know, two souls in one body sort of thing, dueling for who exists in which reality. Oh, that would be like awesome. The waking of the dreaming world. That would crazy. Be cool. So, yeah, and as he jumps out of the of Teleron Riyadh, he comes back as Luke, and he kills two people that are in the room with him, and it makes him think back to the memories of two Aes Sedai he killed in Stone of Tear, along with a gray man that he killed in Tower. He's been getting all sorts of just orders to kill, and he's thoroughly enjoying it. 
So, so remember back, so the gray man who was killed in the tower. Do you remember back that far back? I think that was in yeah. yes, the do. hunt. Yeah. One, so that, we wondered, one that tie yeah. helped with or showed up for. No, this was the great man that was trying to kill Nynaeve and Nynaeve and Egwene in the hallway. In the hallway, and then they try to follow him, and then the great man was found dead in Shiram's bed. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were trying to figure out who killed the great man. It was never confirmed. It was suspicious. You know, there's a suspicion about it. But so it makes me wonder: Did he kill our other friend? Who? Uh, what is his name? The te- Rand's teacher, As- Asmodian. Yeah, Asmodian. Forsaken, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Why not? Remember, as as many knew who it was, slide out, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And then he's clearly working for three other, mm-hmm. or no, he's so not working for three other, he's working. I mean, he's working for him, so why not? Everybody's yeah. working for him, yeah. yeah. And then he goes to greet his patron, who's one of the Forsaken, although it does, I don't think it names which Forsaken it is, it's just it's, it creates mm-hmm. some. Um, and he's told uh, not to try again until he's given destruction, which he's disappointed because he's looking forward to killing his nephew. So he becomes Esam again to go hunt wolves. And that's right. how we end this chapter. But yeah, kind of a little confusing, but it was. Flipping, back, flipping back and forth between two different characters and one character. But yeah, Esam. And, it's a two for yeah. deal. It's a two for I love a good BOGO. Oh, who does it? So what are your thoughts about all this? Where do you think this is going? Where do you think Slayer's going? Where, where do you think this, that Slayer should back up? He's been gone for so long. <laughs> Gives me this, is one those inter- this is one of those interesting chapters where like, you get some throwbacks. And it's like, what, what are these people doing? Mm. Gives, gives me hope about the return of Moraine and Lanfear. Yeah. Okay. They're bringing everybody else back. They might as well. I, I think I my... my um, initial thought is is we're finally starting to see things tie together okay. you know that we're seeing people like ow fuck cat sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing people fuck cats what <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> he said, he what kind of show is this <laughs> we're seeing people fuck cats <laughs> We are not reading the same thing, Chris. You must have fell asleep with the audiobook sign and started adding some dream shit to that. This one decides to go attack my feet because he wants attention. She does the smart thing. She just gets up here and sleeps behind me. He, on the other hand, has to have all the attention. If he's not getting it, he comes. He'll like roll and lay on my foot. And then if I don't bend down to pet him, he bites my foot. Hmm. Oh, and now he wants to get away. Well, guess what? You're not. What was I saying? You broke my con- my concentration, cat. Um, right something, something about. I don't know. Oh, we're finally starting to see things piece together. We're starting to see people give orders. We're starting to be able to see how multiple people are pulling the strings of of the very few that are out there attacking Rand. Like, we're also seeing that communication is the greatest in this book yet again, because they're all giving different orders to the same people. Like okay. it's counterproductive. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I gather. Gotcha. Cool. Well, uh, that's how we finished this chapter. I mean, there's not like a whole lot that happens. I mean, this, this, this book has a lot of rich chapters 
it's a middle middle of the series. There's a lot of buildup. Uh, we're over halfway done with this book. It's getting closer. Some new things happening. But what are your overall thoughts about overall what's happening now? Where do you think we're going? What is happening? What is happening? I would love for Bale Doman to bail out Matt and get him out of there, but I just don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. I want it to, but I don't. Okay. We see Rand in a new place hunting people down while being hunted by them. Um, okay. He's finally married all three women, so I feel like we're at least going to get more from their connection on how they can help each other. Um, he's also openly addressing and using Luz and his abilities because, like, for the people that he needs to find, Min was like, well, it'd be great if you could describe them. He's like, I don't have to describe them. I'll just draw you pictures. But I suck at drawing. But Luz doesn't. So he's now tapping into Luz. Like, it almost makes me think maybe, like, well, no, we know that's not true. I was going to say maybe he can be like Luke slash hmm. e, e, e whatever his name is. Isam. Slayer. Isam. Slayer. Slayer. But I feel like that, that's two different situations in my mind. But at the same time, he's tapping into Luce Theron. So that yeah. if he can use Luce Theron's drawing ability, what other abilities is he going to be able to use? Hmm. That's kind of where my mind went with that. And then... Who's going to track them down after they move and, and rile some stuff up is my, my last thought. Okay. Hmm. Any thoughts, Ian? I'd, I'd like to see somebody at least, you know, finally appreciate Matt for who he actually is and not who they think he should be or who they think he was, that they would just judge him by his actions and show him a little grace, you know. Maybe, maybe he's not perfect, but... I mean, he deserves to be loved still. He's he's a good guy. Okay. I think so. Be nice. It's it's sweet from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite character. <sighs> the dragon. The dragon. Dragon D's nuts? No. Um <laughs> 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 Put <laughs> <laughs> that in the outro. Sorry, my bad. Um, <clears throat> how about uh, our little mouse that's caught between the seeker and um, yeah, woman? Mm, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's in a tough spot, but she's yeah. even in the spot she's in, she's trying to put herself in the best position to make it through. Got to have some yeah. respect for that. Even if she turns out to be not great. Yeah. I, I, res- I, res- I respect people's uh, survival instincts and ability to survive in really shitty situations. Sure. I'm going to give it to Matt, to not Matt, to Rand this go around. So he actually displayed some real fighting ability, locking in that sword so it couldn't be drawn, you know, punching guy in the windpipe so he couldn't breathe, you know, essentially taking away his capacity to fight. Yeah. Sensing something happening behind him and dodging the one sword while retrieving the next. That whole fight scene was done very beautifully. It was pretty smooth. Yeah. So, and and he did weird. all that. Sorry, but he did all that. Like you mentioned earlier that like he, uh, he kind of rushed into it. 
lost, lost track of the footsteps. Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't as yeah. careful as he could be leading into it, but once he engaged, he was smooth as shit. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry to jump on your thought like that. No, yeah. you're good. No worries. Um, favorite character. Don't do it. I'm not. Um, Kisman for just dying like a G. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this chapter is uh, gain in. I don't. It's hard to pick who actually enjoyed the most. I thought you'd go with Bill Doman. I thought you I gonna was going to pick Bill Doman, but I didn't really like Bill Doman this chapter. Why? Because he's putting his focus on uh, on on his woman and not running out to sea immediately. The, the flip flopping back and forth and kind of like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not it's not my favorite plot line yeah. for him. Um, okay, but yeah, uh, it is what it is. It's whatever. It so, is what it is. is. What it is. So next that, week on the Will Reads, we'll be doing three chapters again. To lose the sun. Ooh. Um, among the councils, plural councils, and mm -hmm. bonds. A little bondage. Some bondage. So chapter 23, 24, 25. I like it. That's more we had. So, any thoughts about that? I think there's many dragons in these chapters. Some dragons. I won't do it again. Where are some moraine? Dragons nuts. Ah. Some some moraine. Some more mm -hmm. moraine. Okay. You've been asking for that for how many books now? Let's see. Shh. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> we got our unicorn. We'll get our moraine. Okay, okay, okay. Anyways, so how we can be found is at thewillreads.com. It's our website where we have cool links to cool things like our merchandise where you can buy t-shirts, um, all sorts of cool stuff, and t-shirts and, and good old frosty mugs and our merch plug. Um, also, you can find links to our Discord server, to our social media, uh, Twitter, our X, or whatever they're called these days is where I post the most, even though I don't post much at all these days. Instagram, I just post memes whenever I feel like it. Not much recently, but I'll get back there. And Facebook, where once in a blue moon, I decide to actually do something with it. Um, we're also on a bunch of other social media networks that I never post on. Um, there's like a ton of them now. Like people made like a million. Like we're on Blue Sky. I don't even, I don't even know what it is. Someone sent me an invite to it. So I'm on Blue Sky. Though Reese has an account on Blue Sky and on Threads. And no idea yeah. what those are. I, we're there. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on those uh but yeah we're, we're, we're everywhere so come check us out uh check out the website write reviews like and subscribe do all that good stuff helps the algorithms and all the good stuff write reviews love it when we get reviews and get to read those yeah so um i actually did make an outro video finally so um yeah so yeah that's about it thank you for watching the wheel reads until next time <laughs> Get your Coast Guard certified life-saving sure. device ready sure. and strapped on. Sure, sure. Oh, where are we doing tonight? What kind of strap on are you talking about? Traveling <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time. <laughs>